here's a little bit of what I wanted to talk to you about tonight. So if you don't know, we are Straight Street. We've been doing this for 12 years here in the downtown Orlando area. We're serving people with lots of love. We started at Lake Eola, we moved around a bit when the pandemic hit, and we ended up here. We've been in this location at the Christian Service Center since uh, November of last year. And so we are so happy because we were able to move here, we were able to expand our outreach, and we went from one night a week to five, actually six nights a week. We serve Monday through Friday right here, and then we have a food truck that circulates on Sundays. God's provision, I promise you that, all right? And we, we come from humble beginnings. It was me and three friends and six trays of spaghetti in September 1st, 2009. And look at where we are right now, right? Won't he do it? That's the song that was just playing. My man, young lady asked me to turn it up, right? He won't he do it, and he did it, okay? So I want to talk to y'all a little bit about something. And uh, I'm going to start with the story, okay? So last night, after everything was said and done, we were just kind of hanging out here. Um, and for those of you who don't know, this is a typical Tuesday evening. I'm going to share something, a little something that's on my heart. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. If you don't want to hear it, show up at like 5.45. It'll be going out about that, right? But, but this is what I do. This is how I do it. God leads me to it, so I'm going to do it, okay? So, so last night about 7, 7.15 or so, I'm sitting here with, the, with a couple of guys. We're just sitting here talking about some stuff. And a guy on a bike rolls up, and I watch him, and I'm looking at him, I'm looking at him, I'm looking at him, I'm looking at him, I'm looking at him. He gets about right here, he jumps off his bike, he comes running at me, right? Runs at me, picks me up, spins me around in the air, and I was like, oh my gosh, I hadn't seen this dude in like six years. I told you we been doing this for 12, right? So I hadn't seen this dude in like six years. And he comes, and he grabs me, and he hugs me, he's like, what's up, Peach? I haven't seen you forever, I gotta tell you, I'm good. You know, let me tell you why it was so important that he started with that. Because one of the last times I saw this cat, it was me, him, and about 30 other people in the biggest brawl Straight Street had ever seen right out on Wall Street, behind the St. George Church, behind the library. It was, it was a race thing. Some, some black guys got mad, some white guys, some white guys got mad, some black guys, and it was a tussle. And I'm running, and, I'm, and I, was, I was a school teacher at the time, so I got a shirt. Ty had to throw the whole outfit away. Let me, let me leave with that story. Had to throw the whole outfit away. But I was shirt, tie, dressed up all teacher-like, right? And I'm in the middle of this fray. Fists are flying. There was a girl out there with a taser. I was like, Lord, I'm going to die tonight. Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me. But it was crazy. And so the last time I saw him, it was me and him in the middle of this fray. And, and, and I'm trying like my best to just pull him away. His girl's on the side, on the sidewalk. She's screaming her head off. Oh God, he's gonna die tonight, he's gonna die tonight, he's gonna die. And I'm pulling at him, I'm pulling at him, I'm pulling at him. Blood's flying everywhere. Like I said, I was covered, it wasn't mine, but blood, blood was everywhere. And I finally grab him and I, and I spin him around and he was just about to lay one on me, but our eyes locked. And I said, bro, you gotta calm down. Crazy left his eyes in slow motion and he looked at me and he realized it was me. Thank God he did it because he was, I don't know if I can take a punch from this dude, he's a big dude. And he looks at me and he's like, all right, Pete. In the middle of that fight, the two of us walked off onto the sidewalk, escorted him back to his girl, and he went on his way. See, he had multiple warrants on him at that time, right? He had a lot going on in his life. If he had gotten locked up, that would have been it. She wouldn't have seen him. He was gone for the long haul. So when he rolls up on this bike last night, and I haven't seen him in all this time, and he tells me I'm good, you know what I know? I know he's good. Because let me tell you something. A lot of us are people of faith. We may not even know it. We certainly don't show it all the time. 
But, but a lot of us out here, we are, we are people of faith. Right? And when you're people of faith, no matter what you do or what life you live, you can't go backwards. You can't pretend you don't know what you know. Right? So I grew up Catholic, right? <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. I, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm a recovering Catholic. So, so I grew up Catholic. And, and so, so as soon as all I wanted, my, my biggest prayer in Catholic school was, God, please get me out of Catholic school. Right? So I finally got out of Catholic school. And Lord have mercy, I ran wild. I ran wild. You know, and it took a long time for me to come back. But I came back because God's word does not return void. Right? And so no matter what, if you heard it, it's in there. If you call yourself a Christian or even think, even if you don't, if there's something in God's word that is appealing to you, the Holy Spirit's in you and you don't even know it. And some of us, he pulls quick. And some of us, he pulls slow. But he pulls each and every one of us. All right? Now, here's why I'm saying all of that and why last night's meeting was so very, very important. Last Wednesday, there's some folks out here. They don't know who we are. We don't know who they are. There's, there's a lot of new faces that are coming in and out. And one of those new faces assaulted one of my employees. Right? And, again, very rare occurrence. Does not something that happens here, not, not on our watch, right? Because we like, we're peacekeepers. We keep peace, right? But, but she was attacked. And, and I was out of town. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you because, listen, doing this for 12 years, two things can happen. You can get cold and insensitive, right? Or you can cave and you can give up, right? I have to pray daily not to be cold and insensitive. I'm not going to lie to you because I've seen a lot of crap out here, right? But giving up is not an option. Giving up is not an option, and I'm going to end, and I'm going to tell you why giving up is not an option. But I will tell you that when I heard about what happened last Wednesday, I was, I was real close. I was real close to saying, you know what? We're done. It's been a good 12 years. I got a lot of other things going on. I don't need this. And, and, and the sadness behind that is because I know that the majority of people out here respect and appreciate and love us as much as we respect, appreciate, and love them. But there's that 1%, and it's the 1% that causes all the problems, right? So be it. Listen, we know what we signed up for when we started doing this, all right? So no, nobody's naive to what's going on out here, all right? And so, but, but still, it only takes that one, right? So, you know, you know when you hear the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? You hear stuff like that. You know, like a straw that's gonna break a camel's back. You gotta understand that's the last bit of weight that was needed on an already burdensome weight. And I know so many of you are coming in here with burdens of your own. Yes, sir. I know so many of you are coming in here with so much crap. Oh, man. But we got nothing to do with it. No. I didn't ruin your day. I didn't ruin your yesterday. I didn't ruin your life. And a lot of people come out here like we owe them something. <laughs> I pray to God that I would find a way to say this right. But there's no way to say it but to say it. We don't owe anybody nothing. Nobody here needs to be here today. I didn't force anybody. I didn't beg anybody. I didn't ask anybody. I didn't pay anybody. These people are here. And all of these people, Saul, Hope Team, Aspire, 
All of these people are here one, for one of two reasons, and sometimes it's both. The first reason is because we believe that everybody deserves basic human rights. Everybody deserves three square meals. Everybody deserves clothes. Everybody deserves to feel and be clean. Everybody deserves to be in a relationship. Everybody deserves to be loved. Everybody deserves healthy conversation. And we like to believe that we can provide all of that to the best of our abilities every time we roll out. And then there's a second reason. And the second reason is the one I cling to most. And it's because God sent me out here. All right? The level of my obedience, the measure of my obedience is in its overflow. It's not in what God does for me, but it's what God does for me that leads me to do for others. It's the overflow of my faith and the overflow of my obedience that brought me out here, that has kept me out here, and it's why I'm out here today. And I don't want to sound like I'm yelling at anybody, because I'm not. I'm passionate. I'm passionate. Okay? The overflow of obedience is what brought us out here. And I want to say this. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews is one of my favorite books of the Bible. But I'm going to read to you Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Because it says this. Man, I lost it. I always do that. Hold on now. Ah, there it is. It says, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. To angels. That's what the book says. That's what the book says. I didn't put that in there. I didn't make it up. But here's how I translate it. I translate it that there are angels among us. Right here today. There are angels among us. There's some angels back there. There's some angels over there. Some angels right here in front of me. It's not my job to judge who that is. It's my job, my job to love. And here's the tricky part, because in there being angels among us, there's some angels that don't know they're angels. So when we talk about the overflow of obedience, what that means is that we have to be Jesus for people until they come to meet him themselves. So by our words, by our actions, we have to portray Jesus. We have to allow the Holy Spirit that dwells in us not to keep it to ourselves, but to push it outwards. Listen, that guy I was talking to you about earlier, that dude used to curse me up my front and down my back. We used to cuss, yell, fight. He was one of the first people I met out here. But that was a reunion. That was love. That was brotherhood. And all of that happened because of relationship. See, you could come here for a meal, but you could leave with so much more. But that's on you. You could leave with a friend here today. You could leave with some prayer. You could leave with some hope, which is why we put it on the back of our shirt. But that's not on us. That's on you. And I constantly come out and I talk about character because, man, God, God did not design us to be animals. If we reduce ourselves to our most natural instincts, 
then that's what we are. We'll cuss, we'll fight, we'll scratch, we'll claw, we'll get some because nobody's gonna, you see, you see the mentality that's brewing up right there? But somebody said something to me once on a, on a plane. He said, we are not natural beings searching for a spiritual existence, but rather we are spiritual beings called to thrive in a natural experience. You see the perspective I'm asking you to, to consider right now? We are not natural beings. We are spiritual beings. We are all angels. And so I find myself in good company whenever I come out here. Because I feel the love. I know it's there. I give it so I receive it. And for things that like that, what happened last Wednesday, it's not gonna deter us. It's not gonna slow us down. If anything, it's gonna amp us up because the offender needs love too. Because there's some men in, in whatever was dwelling and burning in her heart that caused her to act so much to be a wolf among lambs. Because that's what that was. That was a wolf attacking a lamb. So be careful. Be careful. Because justice will be served. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And so I'm not stressed. I'm upset. I'll get over it. I'm concerned, but things will be better. But the mission prevails because there are angels among us. And our job as Christians is to grab as many as we can with us and walk in the direction towards the open arms of a loving and forgiving Savior named Jesus Christ. And that is why we are out here tonight. That and no other reason but. The food is a perk. So I'm going to ask y'all to pray with me. And as I start off every other evening, I'm going to ask you for your love. I'm going to ask you for your patience. I'm going to ask you for your respect. Because right now, between the hours of 5.30 and 7 o'clock, this is a safe space. But that's up to you, ain't it? That's up to you. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much. I thank you that you, you, have given us, you have given us mission, you have given us purpose, but then but within the confines of that purpose, Lord, you have given us relationships. You have taught each and every one of us on both sides of the table, Lord, much about your will in our lives and our capacity for love, Lord. And we know sometimes love, love, loving people ain't easy. We know sometimes every single one of us wakes up and the last thing we want to do is be loving. But Lord, you know, if you hadn't given us your son, we would know more fear than love. We would know more punishment than reward. We would know more pain than grace. 
But man, you gave them to us anyway, in spite of our natural selves. And you didn't just give them to us so that he could die so that we could live forever. You gave them to us an example of how to live. Lord, may we not just receive your gift of grace without accepting the sanctification, the pursuit of your love, the pursuit of holiness, regardless of our circumstances or where we find ourselves today. May we keep our eyes on a better, brighter tomorrow and allow that to navigate our hearts and to navigate our words and to navigate our actions. Lord, that we might truly learn to love like you in the middle of adversity, in the middle of hostility. Might we lead with love. God, we thank you so much for the lessons that are abound. We just pray that our hearts are willing to receive them. Help us, Lord. We thank you. We love you. Pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much, so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.